Uh, shout out to today's sponsor, which is Dollar Shave Club. And I know I tell people all the time, but I have been using them for years, even be- before the sponsorship. Uh, they offer a wide variety of different products like hair care, skincare, and they recently actually just sent John some skincare. And what did you, what did you think? Yeah, of I got the face wash, and I felt like the results almost immediately cleaned up my skin, and I feel it more moisturized too. And like I said, they offer a wide variety of products. Uh, it's not just razors, you know, that's what they're known for. But they have like the hair care, skincare, and they recently sent me some chapstick. Yeah, what I like is the subscription box. So you build it, and the more things you add to it, you get a bigger discount. And they send it monthly, so you don't have to worry about hassling and going to the store and buying these things so if you guys are looking to sign up for dollar shave club click the link down below sign up Edgar, have you noticed a lot of people moving into the area lately yeah i have dude. i was actually scrolling through my feed the other day and i've been seeing a lot of home and business break-ins which is crazy dude i always tell people don't wait for something bad to happen before you do something about it so which is cool because today's sponsor is actually zenith security and they offer home and business plus much more security systems oh yeah actually talk to them they offer free consultation they waive the activation fee, and if you call now, you get a free doorbell camera. You can reach them out at 1-866-722-3666 or 208-529-0129, and all this information will be down below. I'm the five. los motores que no vamos. Aquí todos los días son de verano. De lunes a lunes nunca paramos, yeah. Ya está saliendo el sol, ven y prendete. Esto es fácil. No me llames si tú andas con Lucy. Estamos en Miami, en un yate, un corito sano, no le pare. All right, we're live. Welcome back to Mezcla Mobile. It's your boy, the one with Scarface. Your boy, Scarface. And today we're doing a first, like, this is a first for Mezcla Moguls because uh, we're actually doing a podcast in a different location. Uh, I'm over here at Graffiti Beauty and Barber and been longtime friends. I always quote Troy and Brandy on the podcast. So when people listen, they're like, oh, my buddy Troy, the and Brandy, you're going to hear them once again. I know I had them on the podcast before. Uh, they had like a whole episode, which is really cool. Go listen to that. Really motivational. But today we're going to talk about Graffiti Day. And Graffiti Day to me is something that I like that they do because, I'm, I mean, I'll let you you guys explain it here in a little bit. But it's something that I like that you guys do. Give back to the community. But I want to welcome you guys back to the podcast. So today we're going to have actually Brandy. We have Troy. We have Wicho. We have Omar, we ha- and we have Chad, and Augustine. Uh, yeah, he left. <laughs> but anyways, <laughs> welcome back to the podcast, guys. Thank you. Thank you for Thanks. having us back. No, no, thank you, guys. I love doing this stuff. And then it, it's kind of weird because this is the first time I've done it in a different location. You know what I mean? That's the cool thing about this system is like I can take it to different. It's it's more portable. You don't need a computer. You need all the extra mm-hmm. stuff, too. So, um but yeah, it's been a while since we sat down and talked on on the podcast. Troy's not saying anything now. He's he's all nervous. He's over here. <laughs> he's nervous. So, um, but ever since uh, I know we talked on the podcast, that was uh, a little bit after COVID, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and then you uh, you guys obviously opened back up. So how has it been since then, like business wise? Has it been like just like skyrocketed or? Um, yeah, we're still feeling the aftermath of COVID as far as economically and inflation and employment and all that. But as far as business goes, we're busier than we've ever been. Have you guys had issues with, because over there at Tops, we've been having issues with materials and that's why we're so out of stock on a lot of stuff. Mm -hmm. Are you guys having issues with like products and stuff like that? Like getting products in? Yeah, we're having issues with getting our supplies in, getting our retail in, even the supplies that we use every day to 
accomplish what we do. Mm -hmm. Um, a lot of color supplies, even, um, like some of our sanitation stuff and the stuff we do get in has almost doubled in price Yeah, in the last like six months. Oh yeah. So yeah, we just have had to adjust and evolve and make it work. And our team has been really supportive in helping that happen and stepped up where we need them to. And I mean, Omar will go before work and pick up our supplies at the supply house that we weren't able to get in with our order. Mm. And, um, so yeah, it's just been, it's been tough, but it's been good. Yeah. From the outside looking in, you know, cause I, I don't know the, what goes on behind the scenes. Uh, you guys have been doing great. You know what I mean? Like nothing but great haircuts come out of here. Hair colors, like, um, Anytime somebody always asks me, I always, not just because I know you guys, but I know you guys deliver top quality, you know, like it's, uh, I tell people all the time, I've never left the here and been like, we just messed up my hair. Never once. And who knows how long it's been now since you've been cutting my hair. It's been years like that you've been cutting my hair. So quality uh, over quantity. Exactly. Mm -hmm. uh, And and that's what, uh, that's why I think a lot of people do appreciate what you guys do here. Uh, And then even through all this, like you guys still are looking to give back. So can you guys explain to me a little bit what graffiti day is to you guys? Um, I think for each one of us, it's something yeah. different. Yeah. And that, that's cool. That way we can for get me, everybody's it's more of culture, like bringing culture and just different art or just, just something fun. Mm-hmm. But for me, it's more of a culture. Well, and we don't come from a very diverse place. Yeah as far as culture or race or anything like that. And so we are trying to bring it to our community Mm -hmm. to open people's eyes and to open people's minds and to bring art. And I mean, between the music and the art and the culture and the food. And last time we did this, we parked a whole taco bus on main street. Yeah. Yeah. So like, we're going to do it and we're going to do it big. Yeah. Cause, uh, did you, so you guys have only over, have only had one other graffiti day, right? Mm. Yeah. Last year, last year was supposed to be our second annual graffiti day and also a celebration of our 10th year being open. Oh, wow. So this year we are, like I said, going to combine the two, Mm -hmm. celebrate our 10 years of being open and then also throw that community event all in one. Yeah. And and it's cool what you guys do because you guys like, like you said, you bring a, well, from last time you guys had like a taco bus, you guys had like, people break dancing in the back uh there was a i, I forget his name but he was do, he was the one doing the graffiti Bill in Lewis. the back yeah yeah and it, big piece people are always taking pictures back there like you guys did everything did you guys expect that many people to show up cuz it was it was it was a packed house no i wasn't <laughs> no no i wasn't it well, was a pleasant surprise <laughs> i was expecting it to like slowly build up but not like right away cuz mm-hmm. right at the time we were like this at this time it it was full so how did that make you guys feel for me a little overwhelming yeah that's what i was gonna say (laughs) like dang yeah because we normally traveled for this kind of stuff Mm -hmm. you know and to see it in our own little town in our in our location Mm -hmm. it was like overwhelming yeah because uh well well, i know we talked a while back ago and i was like oh uh you know uh let me talk to leo about giving you like some knives because you guys are doing a bunch of giveaways this time it's bigger and better than than last time so if you guys are listening to this and you guys attended the last one it's going to be way bigger than that. Um, obviously with like the prizes and stuff. Uh, and he, Leo loves stuff like this. So I told him what you guys were doing. He's like done. He's like, give him these three and they're not no cheap knives. No, you know how like some people will give you like the smallest thing. 
No, these are like one of them is a, a sold out knife that is probably going to triple, even quadruple in price. Uh, it's a $300 knife, like, but that's going to, it's a custom one made by Leo himself. And then like two other ones, which are sold out to. So once again, quality over quantity. Exactly. And that's, and that's another reason why we're so back, uh, backed up over there because he doesn't want to, he can easily go overseas mm-hmm. and like, and then the quality just goes just down. Just mass produce. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But he, he's like, nah, he's the same way as Troy. He's like, he's quality over quantity, mm-hmm. like all day. He'd rather be out of stock than do that. So, uh, what, what else can like people expect this year out of graffiti day? Um, good food, lots of art. Um, we're trying to plan something that people can be involved in making the art mm-hmm. and, um, food, art, music, dancing, shoes, shoes, shoes. <laughs> lots of shoes, giveaways. We normally sponsor some kids for school. Mm-hmm. Um, so backpacks, shoes, all of it. So yeah, what, thanks to Mexican moguls, we're oh, going to yeah. have some backpacks. We're going to have some yeah. backpacks, uh, and they're going to be they're 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 pretty dope. They were based off like Mexican blankets. Uh, I don't know if you got that. I don't know if he showed it. Showed yeah, you. Yeah, yeah. I'm excited about those. Yeah, he, that I also had to get one for myself. You know, <laughs> and, and it's weird because we made them like custom made them, and then I was like, oh, let me just post them online. And then that same day, a few sold, and I'm like, oh, dang. Awesome. It, it, it's weird how like people like boom, like support you in those in those different types of way. So, what makes you like? What drives you guys to like? do stuff like this you know because you don't have to but like it i everyone has their own like reasons why they like to give it back like i said i think for everybody it's different same thing like for me it's like a desire to have something that i wish i had when i was growing up Mm -hmm. you know i wanted this type of event i wanted to be part of some sort of a culture whether it be drawing you know the art i've always been very attached to all types of form of art, music, graffiti, the sneakers, the style of dressing, you know, all that type of stuff. So to bring it all together into one place is, I think, my reason for wanting to do this. Mm-hmm. It allows people from to bring their cultures into our culture. Mm-hmm. So whatever that may be for them. No, uh, it totally makes sense. And, um, I'm actually expecting a lot more people to show up this time just because you guys, like I said, from the outside looking in, like just depending on other people that come here. Like, uh, I know my brother-in-law recently came to, to Omar and like, he loves the way Omar cuts his hair and, and just like little things like that. You guys always, it, it, it feels like family here. Like, I don't know if you guys, you guys purposely try to like put that like vibes out there. Yeah, I think so. Or it just, just happens naturally. Yeah, because everyone that comes in, it's not like just another client. You build a relationship with them. Yeah, and it was funny because you guys were actually talking about it on the way uh, we went to Super Lame Vintage. That's what it's mm-hmm. called, right? Mm-hmm. Uh, and you guys were talking about like how long you guys been cutting people's hair. Like, there's some people like almost like, a decade, and now mm-hmm. like you're cutting their children's hair, and like you know what I mean. Like, it just that says a lot. You know what I mean? Because like, uh, they could easily go somewhere else, you know, because uh, barbershops are opening up all over the place now since there's schools here locally. Matter of fact, I remember um, interviewing Omar and Chad and some of the other barbers here. And one of my questions is like, how many generations do you see like in your chair? Mm-hmm. Like, are you like a two year person that's going to come learn to cut, 
you know, that person for a couple of times? Or are you planning on cutting that person's child, maybe grandchild? You know, how many generations do you see? Because as a barber, I saw myself in this for generations, mm-hmm. not just, you know, through like, I personally think barbering is a fad right now. Mm-hmm. You know, I think there's a lot of people popping up as, as barbers because it looks cool. Like it's been on our TVs, advertising, LeBron did a thing in a barber chair in Miami. So to see like you cutting generations, which to me, that's kind of hitting us right now. We're mm-hmm. starting to look back 10 years, be like, wow, this person I started cutting him when he smelled like a dirty diaper. <laughs> <laughs> no, that makes sense. Kind of like I said, like, I forgot how, how long. I, I just remember going to you guys' old shop. I remember when it was just you two, and then you started cutting. Uh, I pointed at Brandy and, and Troy, and then Weech came along. And that was a small It was a small little area. And like to see how far you guys came and also to be able to know you guys for so long is, is an honor for me. You know what I mean? Uh, you guys have always helped me no matter what it like advice. Some people don't take it. Some do. And, uh, for those people listening, I, I don't know if you, how many episodes you guys heard, but I always quote like some of the things you guys tell me because it's, it sticks with me. You know what I mean? Like me, if you, if it wasn't for you guys, like pushing me to like get my own little office space. And cause after I did that, just everything changed. You know what I mean? Like things blew up. This happened. Like the podcast happened. Like everything just changed. So people listening, like, you know, some people want the best for you. You know what I mean? Like, so I'm really appreciative of that. Brandy and Troy. Uh, thank you guys for that. But I'm excited for graffiti day. Um, I also, I don't know if you have to go. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'll, I'll head out in a minute. I just want to say one more thing. No, go ahead. Go ahead. Um, Weech and I have a shared client. And the other day during her haircut, she started crying. What? Well, he he stopped me in the back room and was like, hey, you might need to talk to her just to see what's going on. And so I sat her in my chair and I said, hey, what's going on? And she said, I just feel safe here. Oh. And that's what Graffiti Day is about. Yeah. We gave her a place to feel safe, to feel accepted, where she can be herself and that's why we're throwing this community event. This is why we do what we do. Mm-hmm. Um, we take people from the outside world, no matter from what walk of life, from economic status, from cultures. And I don't care who comes in our doors, who sits in our chairs, you will feel safe. Yeah, You will be accepted as who you are. And that is why we do what we do. And we're throwing this event. Yeah. And like me... I, I I know some people think may, I'm maybe biased just because I've known you guys for so long, but it's it's true. Even when I tell people to come here, some people will say like, "Oh, they they don't like to book." You know what I mean? Like they they want something that that hey, can you get me in right now? You know, but it doesn't happen. Like it's but once you actually get an appointment here and like come in and get that atmosphere, like you want to come back. Like you feel like I come in here, I feel like I know you guys. You know what I mean? Like just say hi. Uh, um, or just anyone that comes in, like you make them feel like this is a place they can come and hang out and just talk, mm-hmm. you know? So, uh, I truly appreciate it. And I know a lot of people, you probably, you guys probably get it all the time too, but like me, I truly appreciate it. You guys, awesome. you guys do a lot for me, you know, even though you guys may think you guys don't. So, well, you do a lot for <laughs> us too. We appreciate 
that we can build our success on each other. Oh yeah. It's, and, and it's cool working together. Uh, you know, so, you know, truly appreciate it. Uh, but I, I want people to get to know they've never heard Chad here. They've never heard Omar. He's over here. He, he's ready to shine. <laughs> the he, one thing about Omar. He looks Omar, like he's ready to fall asleep. <laughs> I think, I think people do know Omar, but it's mainly his back because he's most of the time he's in my pictures and his back. <laughs> <it's in> it. <laughs> They're going to be able to hear, actually hear the, the so voice now, of that back. So now <laughs> you'll be able to see what this back can do. Yeah. I, I mean, before you go, like, let, let the people know about Graffiti Day. Like, when is it? What, do you, what should they expect and things like that? Um, it's September 11th. Expect good food, good music, good art, mm-hmm. um, a real feeling of community acceptance. Um, you come here, family. Mm-hmm. And that's September 11th from four to seven. Hang out, meet, greet, you know, the people that, that serve, you know, here. So is it September 11th? September 11th, four to seven. What's the 11th? There you go. You guys have it, but uh, <laughs> I'll make it work. Don't worry. I'll make it work. I'll be here for sure. I can't miss, I can't, can't miss graffiti. Today. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it'll it, be worth rearranging your schedule. Yeah. No, no, it's, it's nothing. It's nothing big that I have to rearrange, but yeah, I just got to, you know, come thing. Awesome. It's like cancel, cancel, cancel. <laughs> cancel your plans, show up. <laughs> no, but I'm, I'll definitely be here. Uh, uh, we're going to be throwing some stuff in for the giveaway. So uh, hopefully people like what we give away too as well. So cool. Yeah, thank you definitely won't want to miss it you. for sure. Yeah, uh, thank you. Uh, I, I just wanted people to hear you, like your 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 point of view for for Graffiti Day. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like you're one of the OGs from... No, the, she is the OG. I am the OG. She is the OG. She's the one that keeps Troy in check too. So uh, thank you, Brandy. <laughs> yeah, thank you. Who do you want to hear from next? Uh, uh, whoever wants to jump. What? Look, they get some. They're you guys got to get both in the headphones. You see how nervous Omar. they get? I know. One at a time. Just put them both in the Kay. headphones. Thanks, Edgar. No, thank you, Brandy. Look, you can flip them and Chad can be on one ear and you can be on the other one. See him. So Omar, he, uh, well, I mean, we'll get to know Omar a little bit. Um, how long have you, well, we have Omar. He also goes by Omar Blends si on Instagram. Espanol. He's fixing his mic. He goes by a lot of names. He he's got a lot of nicknames here. <laughs> he's a barber yeah, of a right. lot of names. Yeah, he's bit. the blow pop barber. He's the pelanino. <laughs> Yeah, he's got all kinds of names. <laughs> so let me tell you a little bit. Wait, about- I have a list, actually. Uh, so you wrote them down? I did. I told you I was going to write them down. I got, I got I many know Sabo Barber. <laughs> no, keep going, keep going, keep going. The Come Huevo Barber. <laughs> I hope, That's the only one I have. I hope someone comes in and asks for like you by one of those names. For real. If so you're Omar, tell us. And you have Omar, call him by one of those so names. T- Omar, tell us. Why Why all these names? <laughs> I'm a good time, man. <laughs> I'm a good time. No, you know what's funny to me? Remember how I told him about the podcast that we're going to start doing it? And he's like, man, I don't need it. Like, uh, I'm going to be the star of the show. But he's he looks kind of nervous right now he to does. me. I'm sweating. He doesn't even want to look at us in the eye. <laughs> he looks kind of nervous. Down. The Eminem song. Are you, uh, turn, turn up the fan, maybe? Did, did, you get, hot, bro. did you get nervous out of nowhere? Yeah. <laughs> I told you what Okay so So people Listening can paint a picture He was like Man I don't need No interview No questions man Just put me on Give me a headset Give me a headset And He's all proper now Now he's just like Not saying anything So uh I mean What made you get Into barbering Oh that's a hard question man Uh 
I've always wanted to be a barber. Yeah? Yeah, since, you know, right out of high school. I won't say what my mom called me at the time, but <laughs> you guys know. Um, I think everything happens for a reason, and it happened at the right time. Yeah. yeah. So, what, was it, did you see somebody cut some hair, and, like, what What, what actually got you motivated? Like, we'll, we'll say my, it. My boy, uh, Troy, over here. <laughs> Somebody says it. I forgot who said it. You got to give them their flowers when they're around. Because, like, you can't be like... Me, I tell them all the time. Like, he... Him and Brandy, they motivate me all the time. And I thank them all the time. Because don't wait until somebody is, like, not here in order to be like, dang, like, he did all this for mm -hmm. me when they can't hear you anymore. So, like, if, if, well, yeah, if they're mean, the one that motivated you... In, uh, like, in high school, I would come and get a haircut from Troy. I mean, You were in high school? Yeah. What? I was in high school. I think I was a senior. Yeah. I was a senior, and you still had a squeaky voice. <laughs> I mean, obviously, I, I mean, I live in Idaho Falls. I would drive twenty, thirty minutes to get a haircut, um, passing multiple barber shops, and you know, I like, I like the vibe. I mean, at that time, it was just Troy, Weech, and Brandy, and Brandy. Mm -hmm. You know, so I mean, I kept coming, and I saw, I saw graffiti evolved to what it what it is now i mean these you guys you guys just have a wall remember and you guys put that down and expanded yeah but um i mean troy troy's a good guy man he he even went to my wedding yeah you know invited him and he showed up didn't expect him to show up but he showed up hey if you're if doing there's that, food doing that two-step <laughs> music don't matter what's going on that's the thing about troy is like he like you invite him somewhere if he can make it uh you know uh obviously he doesn't want to run a 5k so uh he's making up in the <laughs> or, skydive. or skydive you know he, he, he doesn't show up he don't like it <laughs> no but you know what i mean like you you invite him uh to do stuff or he'll show up and, and he'll stand behind his uh his barbers you know what i mean like that, that's a big thing um, behind him in front of him in front of him all of sorts them, of them put him in check put him in line on top of them on the bottom so I'm gonna put I'm gonna put you on the spot and I'm pointing over towards Troy. Uh, so did you Omar? Did you come and ask to be a barber here, or was it? How did, or did you work? reach out? Uh, honestly, okay. So this is what I was having. I was working out of town. I was in San Diego. I was selling for uh, Caliber, selling phones, and I remember I left the booth where we were selling, and I called Troy. And I don't know what, no, I texted you first, but then I called him. I mean, he answered and I think you, you were like at a, at a game. You gave him the you up text? <laughs> you up? <laughs> what up, ma? <laughs> so going back with what you were saying, one thing about me is I was actually at my son's baseball game. Mm -hmm. I wasn't even at the shop. I never answer my phone. If it's not my wife, my kids, my parents... Or me, you're not gonna. You're not gonna like. I'm a. I'm gonna hit you with the. I'll call you back later yeah. or something like that. In a meeting. I'm in a meeting. I was actually with my boy. It was just me and my boy at a baseball tournament. I'm enjoying my time. It's nice to just be with him, hanging out, and then Omar hits me up, mm -hmm. and I answered. And then that's that's kind of like you guys had the conversation, mm -hmm. and so. Obviously, you you sat down and talked with Omar for a little while and like got to know him. What were some of the things that stood out to you 
in order to, cause there's barbers all over the place now. And you know, what, what, what kind of qualities were you looking for? Like that, that you saw in Omar and you're like, Hey, like, I think it would be a good fit for the shop. Cause I know some people that you turned down for the shop, you know, cause the, it, it seems to me like you're looking for certain qualities in people. Yeah, you're right there. Um, Troy bases it off of vibe. Like yeah. if he feels right, right. If he feels right. Absolutely. That's, that's it. That's the answer. It's, it's the feeling, you know, mm-hmm. the vibe. Like at the end of the day, I don't care if you can cut hair. Why? Because I think with time, you're going to learn how to do that. I don't care if you are going to become the best YouTubing Instagram barber. That don't matter to me. What matters to me is what you bring to the house right here at the time we're here. Mm-hmm. The Again, the vibe, the feeling, all that stuff. Everything else to me is like a bonus. Yeah, and it's funny he mentioned that because he did tell me that uh, I kind of uh, remember he, like, you do everything based off vibe. Some people may think that's weird, but it hasn't failed you, right? I don't, I, I hope not. <laughs> like, maybe it has, but I haven't really, like, I guess give it too much time, but I think for the most part, some of the major decisions that we've made with the creation of graffiti beauty and barber has been off of vibes. And I can't remember anything where I was like, wow, I, you know, yeah. that was a fail. He, he gives you the job. Like let's fast forward like, to that part. He, he's like, Hey, like you can start working here. Were you nervous? Hell yeah. Especially working under Troy. Like, yeah, yeah. Like, Cutting right next to Troy every day, I get nervous. Not going to lie. <laughs> you know, because... What, 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 what would make you nervous about him? Seeing his cuts and then my cuts. <laughs> <laughs> you know, like, to me, I mean, not just because he's Troy, but he's like one of the best barbers that has ever cut my hair. Yeah. You know? Um, Did you feel like maybe you cut something and you're, he's going to be like, oh, yeah. he's not very good? Yeah, or like... Or but, even but, to the day, like, I was like, oh, I don't want to turn my chair because Troy will see. <laughs> <laughs> but did you see, like, a different side of Troy? Like, because I, I, I feel, I always see him, like, helping you guys. Like, if you guys ask him questions, like, he's... Uh, did I? Uh, no, I didn't see a different side. I mean, Troy's always been helpful. He's always... He's always been Troy. You know, it's... Yeah, he's... A, he's who, a, he is, who he is. Yeah, he's he's uh, he's the one that gave you some of these names, which are which are pretty funny. <laughs> So what what would you say are some of the some some of the big things that you've learned from working at Graffiti? It can be like Brandy, Troy, Weech, uh, anybody. Just trust the process. That's all. That's what Troy's been ta- telling me since day one. Trust the process. Um, so I'm gonna put you on the spot. Did you not believe it in the beginning? Because you know how some people will give you advice sometimes, and like you're just telling them. You're like uh, like when people ask me like oh because I've had someone to ask me they want to do a podcast too. And I'm like, just do it. Just stop thinking about it. Just do it. If you want to do it, just do it. it. Thinking yeah. every step. So uh, like when people give you advice and they're like, eh, whatever, you know. Well, it's not, it's not that I didn't believe it. It's just make it happen. Yeah. You know, because a lot of people can tell you something and they don't do it or they're not about it. Mm-hmm. And Troy is like, Troy comes in at 8 a.m., sometimes leaves at 8 p.m. Mm-hmm. He's here longer than all of us. Yeah. And he's what? Over 10 years cutting, he doesn't have to. Yeah, and, and on top of that, what people, other people don't know, like when you own the business, it's not a eight to five job. It's mm-hmm. not a, like, 
you you probably go home sometimes and you're like, oh, I got to get a hold of this person. I got to go do this. Like people yeah. people don't see that side of the end. Like uh, all the extra work that goes behind the scenes, like, you know, ordering stuff, going to pick up product. I know sometimes you would go pick up product. You drive all the way down to, to Salt Lake. But, and, but even I think that all begins before you actually even own a shop. Mm-hmm. Like my mentality because of my dad has always been like, you know, work as if you own that place. Mm-hmm. Like do, do your best job. Like one, one of the best advice my dad gave me, I I was actually dropping out of college and I was actually a little bit scared cause I'm about to tell my dad and he's like, son, you know what? I don't care what you do. I don't care if you go and work at a bodega, but do your best job like there. Give it your all, give it your 100% and watch things will happen. Mm-hmm you'll grow in that, in that, whatever it is that you're doing. So I've always had a little bit of that mentality because of that. I think my dad instilled that in me. Like, don't matter who you're doing it for, for what reason, like just do your best and, and eventually something grows. Yeah. I, it just, I think that's the way it works. Like you water a plant, it don't matter what kind of plant it is, it's going to grow. You know, not only that, it's better to be good at something like really, really good at something than to be mediocre at like 10 different yeah. things. Yeah. No, but yeah, I find that like, I mean, you, you, I see it in Troy all the time and I, uh, of course I'm not going to tell him every time I see him, but like it, it, it motivates you. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. being around people like you're like you guys, that's why I like going to the, to the barber events because it's nothing but like entrepreneur, yeah entrepreneurs people are hustling out because they don't have to be at the cl- like at those classes like you guys don't have to go no it, it's your time that you're wasting or spending uh your money that you're spending uh, you, you know what i mean like it's all you're investing all this into going to these classes and you guys go to multiple it's not like you guys just oh go to the closest one no you've guys gone to new york, new york uh, miami miami like all over like it's not just oh we're gonna go to this one because it's super close no you're like Let's go over here, and I'm I'm just assuming it's to maybe over in the East Coast they're teaching different stuff, learning yep. different haircuts, something we can bring back to Idaho. Exactly. The purpose of doing that wasn't like obviously it's fun to go and travel, but um, one of the things that when I was in the shop because of the area we're in is I was having people walk in and say asking me for a brookie fade. Well, where's a brookie fa- fade from? <laughs> yeah, it's from New York. So I started to gear to try to learn more of what the lingos were in different places and where the placements were for all these different haircuts because it's the same haircut, different placement, different name. Mm-hmm. Like a brookie fade is a little bit lower of a taper because that's how they rock it there. Um, whereas in LA, it's a tape up or a taper fade and they rock them a little bit higher. So... That was actually one of my reasons of traveling to all of these mm-hmm. different cities. Yeah, and I feel like that has benefit. Like, yeah, you spend a lot. Of, you have to invest a lot of money into this. Uh, like, obviously, traveling. It's cool to travel, like you said, but just the what you learn out of it. You know, like that's that's worth it right there. Um, I was reading. Uh, I was reading a book. I forgot which one it was, but it, it said that people will. Uh, spend like all sorts of money on like worthless things like uh they'll go buy like a expensive 
piece of clothing, a bunch of junk food. But like when it comes down to a book, they'll try to they'll try everywhere to find it the cheapest possible because it's it's a book, you know. But really, that book is actually going to give you a lot more back. You know, people have a hard time spending twenty five dollars on a book, but we'll go spend twenty five bucks on on a meal. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, but what you're going to get more out of this book than you would out of the meal. And I was like, that's so true. Cause I always tell people about reading like me hour a day. I know it's audible. It's not reading, but it's, it's almost similar. Mm-hmm. And it's helped me tremendously. Like just mindset wise, you know what I mean? Like, uh, the different books I take, like little things out of it. I, I know I was pushing it on Omar a lot earlier, like earlier in the year, I was like, dude, it helps you with like your mindset, like the way, like, you'll be more goal oriented in like chase those dreams. You know what I mean? Like, uh, but yeah, I don't know if you guys do much reading. I do, but I like books, books. Yeah, I can't, um, I can't, I can't do, do physical books. Have you, do you do books? Um, yeah, I like to read. Yeah. Physical or it's, it's, it's easier for audible. So mm-hmm. it's kind of half and half. If I'm traveling, I like audible. Mm-hmm. Obviously it's, um, but I do like to sit down and, and dig in more for me. It's to get out of my comfort zone mm-hmm. because I'm not a reader and my comprehension is not that good either. So I feel like I, it takes me a long time to read a book and mm-hmm. comprehend it. Yeah. See, I have that similar problem because I'll go through and I'll read a book or I'll read like a few pages and I'm like, what did I just read? <laughs> I don't even know what I just read. And you, then you have to go back and reread it. Yep. And, uh, and it, every time I do like cardio, like on the Stairmaster or the elliptical, whatever I'm doing, I don't listen to music. I do audiobooks just because I, I I feel like I have to force myself to focus on it while I'm doing cardio. And I actually like take it in a lot more. So that's why I always I always do audible at least an hour a day. My goal is 100 books. I'm I'm almost halfway. You know, it's it's a lot. But and of course, I'm not going to remember everything from every book. But you always take like little pieces yeah. from everything. Uh, like whether like you tell me something, I'm going to remember. So I'm like, Oh, like your story. Like w- w- when you came on the, the the first time, the one that stuck with me a lot is when you said that you almost came back. Like you almost like, were like, Hey, like I got to go back. You guys were like uh, in debt. Um, you, you wanted to come back, but Brandy's the one that kept you out there. I actually she- was not even going to get, I wasn't going to go because the money, my tax money yeah. didn't come in. Yeah, and that's why I'm like, dang, like, this almost didn't happen. If you actually think about it, like, say you did, like, you didn't go through with it. Yeah, you might would have went later on, but it could have, the turnout could have been completely different. But since you, you know, everything happened for that reason, and now, like, you have this, but sometimes it's it's like those, and that stuck with me. That stuck with me. I'm like, that's why I'm like, anytime I want to do something, I'm like, just do it because, like, Something may happen, something, you know what I mean? Like something, or you know, that could be the moment that, that that changes everything. That's actually one of the things that I I did like about what, with when Omar talked to me, like I, you can't even, I can't even tell you the amount of DMs, the amount of text messages, the amount of people that come to me saying, Hey, Troy, I really want to do this. I mean, I've been in this for 10 years now. Actually, this next month, I'll hit my tenure of cutting professionally and, you know, you have those people that you get excited about and nothing happens. Mm-hmm. Like, um, so with Omar, um, I remember not really thinking that and not really feeling that like, oh, 
here's another person that's calling me that's saying, hey, Troy, I'm trying to do this. I'm going to go and do it and then just not end up doing it again. Mm -hmm. Yeah, as soon as, you know, he got the things he needed to get in order, he got into school, got done. He came, like, did the mentorship program with me, came in, shadowed me all through school. Um, When... It eventually came time. I said, this, 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 and this is how we're going to do this. Like, just trust me. and Let's do this. And and here he is. I, I would say that, oh, uh, Omar, you stay between 75, 90% book now? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Great answer. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> I mean... Yeah. Get handing out blow pops to every kid helps hey, him stay booked. You do what you gotta do. No, yeah, and uh, I've always felt like Omar had really good uh, people skills. He you know, does. He, he 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 can talk with people really well, make yeah. them laugh. He's he's yeah. a real likable guy. Uh, so, just that's why I think you've always been done really well in like the the sales type of area, customer yeah. service. Definitely, he does have a lot of good people skills, and I think um, naturally you need that for to be a successful barber, like. Mm-hmm. Either not have to learn know how to cut really good hair, or you have to know how to um, treat a p- person right. You know, mm-hmm. and when you can match both of those together, you got an amazing barber. Yeah. So how has been like before we have Chad jump on? How has your experience been here, like working here? Like, what are some some of the key things that you've learned? I mean, you said you know trust the process, but like you've worked here for how long now? Here, a year. Yeah, and that's plenty of time to like feel out everybody and like learn new things and things that you didn't know about yourself obviously too um, well as far as like learning oh there's every day is a learning experience like just like we said every every haircut's different mm. everybody's different um that's a hard answer that's a hard question <laughs> hard answer <laughs> put you on the spot is it a hard part not <laughs> 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 See, I'll, I'll give I'll give Omar a break because he did tense up. I could tell you, you he you whiskey get... throttled a little bit. See, that's one of the things that I, I love so much, man. Like, I could I cannot. Well, before Omar was here, I couldn't remember the last time I laughed hard enough to for my stomach to hurt. <laughs> Once Omar came in, it filled that gap. Like we're like we have laughed so hard here mm-hmm. because of some of the dumb stuff he says. Like just right now, <laughs> that was a, a hard, hard answer. answer. <laughs> and, and, and it's funny because like people aren't gonna get the his actual because he's being real tame right now. He's being tame. He's nervous. He's not shy. talking a lot. He's yeah. he's shy. Shy, uh, shy, shy. But right before the podcast, he was like super hyper. He's ready to go. He was all saying, do be the Omar show. Yeah. He's over there giving the looks over there in the yeah. chair yeah. that he always gives. So, but no, <laughs> come in. If like, you don't if you, know what that ma- that that look looks like, it's like the you don't magnum look. Yeah. What? In the like movie. the blue steel off the of blue Zoolander. steel magnum look. Oh. <laughs> That's what it looks but like. But ever since, uh, ever ever since you've been coming here, or like when when you were saying you were shadowing, you know, uh, I had all, still have nothing but high hopes for you. You know what I mean? Like, because you're a great pr- people person. You've been cutting really well. You you cut my brother in law's hair, and you know what I mean? Like, you, yeah, I feel like you can do very well in this area. So you know, props to you for finding something you. I'm 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 assuming you love to do this. Oh yeah, yeah. I wake up. I don't wake up hating to come to work. Yeah. I want to go to work. That's how I felt before too. A lot of people, when you have that job and you're like, oh, like 
I'm going to have to get through, through yeah. this day. Yeah. But me, I've ever since I started at Tops and doing this stuff, I'm, I never, I, I work all day. You know what I mean? Like I do media all day and I never feel like I'm working. Long days. Sometimes I sleep like three, four hours because I'm just editing and it's it's fun to me. I mm-hmm. love doing it. And to me, it seems like you even love being here because obviously, or you wouldn't be joking around like that. Yeah, no. It's, it's a big blessing, you know, waking up and wanting to go to work because there's people out there that do the, what they do, but they don't have that. They don't have it. Yeah, they don't have that privilege. You know what I mean? Like, and, and it, it comes back to you too, you know what I mean? Like you had to do, you had to go through the school. You have to put all in, all that time. Like when you come in and shadowing, no one's forcing you to be here, but you're learning, you mm-hmm. know, especially. And, and then you're also looking, to, I mean, showing Troy that you want to learn. You, you're here yeah. to learn. You're here to grow. You're not just here to get money because I know you say it all the time, you know, as soon as you, when you chase money, it, it just runs. You know, and uh, I feel like you'll keep chasing it. Yeah. I, well, when you when you learn better, you earn better. Yeah. And that's a process to get to. I think that's one of the processes that I love about what I do. It taught me that. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I was already that type of person, but actually doing it, I it's been very obvious to me that when you take the time to process something, to learn it, um, eventually something is created of it. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? So this is a 10 year process. Like it didn't just, I didn't just wake up one day and boom, I knew how to cut gray hair. Mm -hmm. I had our own shop on main street in Rexburg. No, it was a big, massive process. So that's one of the things that I tell these guys, guys, don't worry about the money. Worry about learning the skill. Learn about, you know, learn as much as you can. Dip into it. Love it. You know, and eventually it's not going to be me telling you like, all right, you're ready to go off on your own. It's going to be, it's going to be the process telling you like, yeah. like, here you go. Spread your wings. Fly. Yeah. And it's funny because like, he'll, uh, who knows how many times you told me that. And every time you tell, like he tells me or says stuff like that, I'm like, yeah, that's totally true because it's happened to me. You know what I mean? Like, don't ch- like I could easily, you can easily chase money, but that runs out real quick. You know what I mean? Cause you're sacrificing quality over, you know, like whatever you're You'll doing see it in the word. Oh yeah, exactly. But when you chase quality, passion, like all this, the money comes like it, it, it's, it's, it's funny. Cause like, you know how, when people tell you like quotes, like stuff, like things like that, and they'll be like, yeah, whatever, you know, it's not true, but it's true. Like it really does work. It's like in your sake too. me, what I'm doing, like in you guys, you know what I mean? You trust the process. Like it comes and eventually, eventually it starts unfolding and you start seeing like, Oh wow. I actually create like something's creating because of what I like to do. Exactly. And it's been cool to see that. Oh, yeah. And it's been cool to attract the people that help also open that up. Because mm-hmm. me by myself, no way that was going to happen, even with Brandy. But you start attracting, you know, people like Omar, people like Chad, people like you. And, and, and Austin. Shout and out to Austin. Austin, you know, <laughs> and everybody else in our shop. And it starts unfolding what your vision was. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. No, no, that's very true. And uh, if you ever get a chance to actually sit down and talk to Troy, or if you're listening to this podcast, like he really, like 
take his his advice seriously just because uh, like i said i've taken it it's it's true you know what i mean like just trust that process but anyways omar thank, thank you. you thank you for being being nervous it, well so omar before you check what? out like i i do really like why why so many nicknames <laughs> <laughs> Give give us the story. Who, who gave one? Who gave one to me? Oh, oh, both of us. Oh no, the blow pop was because we were handing okay. out dum dums. So the pela ninos, because <laughs> that whole week you were literally kids like crazy. Yeah, a bunch of little kids. So people that don't Which understand, is good, you know, because they're going to sprout, they're going to be coming. It's good. And what, then, what would you translate pela ninos as? Just kid, uh, kid cutter. So pelad is to cut, yeah. right? And the niño as a it's kid. Kid. So pretty much like kid cutter. It or, just or, sounds funny in Spanish. Yeah, doesn't translate well in English. Doesn't translate well. And then yeah. the, the no sabo is because he was saying all the Spanish words all weird. All the haircut terminology. Yeah, like you were saying it weird. And yeah, like, no, no like, all the was, hard, it was. Uh, I had a client. He wanted a hard part, and I'm like, how do you say hard part in Spanish? Partido duro. Like, <laughs> no, no. The one we were trying laughed at because I come back over here is like, guess what Omar just said? I'm like, what? He's like, te deja el dedo. <laughs> well, because he wanted finger. He wanted me to uh, leave a finger length on top. I'm like, oh, no, te dejo el dedo. <laughs> and as soon as I said it, I saw Troy. <laughs> no, and then my favorite one is the come huevo. <laughs> But why? Why was that one? I don't. I never you eat started eggs. your diet. And you were eating oh, eggs like crazy. Eggs like crazy. Yeah. Troy's like was telling you that you smell like sulfur. I smell like huevos. <laughs> but anyways, Omar, thank you for jumping you. on. Uh, you know, you do amazing work here. Thanks, buddy. I'm rooting for you. Nothing but success for you, dude. Okay, over and out. He got super nervous. He did. He got nervous. Look, yeah, he's sweating. sweating. He is sweating right now. He put hey, his hat on. on. So, so next up we have uh, uh we have Chad. Uh, he goes by Chad the Barber. Uh, he's putting on his headset real quick. He didn't whiskey throttle like Omar. Yeah, he didn't. He didn't, are he didn't are say you, he's gonna be all. What's no. that? Watch, watch him, him like just steal the show. <laughs> like, how Omar was supposed to steal the show. But anyways, uh, I know. Uh, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to their podcast like when they jumped on. But I don't think was Chad working here at that time. Me, um, yeah, because Chad was the first one. Yeah, Chad was the first recruit. Was he? Okay. Yeah, shop. So, w- what actually made you get into the barbering? <clears throat> so, Troy's actually been cutting my hair since I first moved up here in 2013. Mm. So I moved up from San Diego, and uh, uh, I got married and everything, and. My wife, I was driving a truck, and my wife wanted me to do something different. So I kind of grew up around hair and stuff. My mom owns a salon in San Diego, and so uh, I kind of did a little bit. I enjoyed it and stuff, and so I started talking to Troy about things that I, like, how he came to do barbering just because I didn't know what I wanted to do, and everything was super nervous for me, um, trying to figure it out and being married at the time, so talked to Troy. I was like, how did you decide this is what you wanted to do? And he was like, I had a passion for it. I enjoy doing it. He's like, what do you have a passion for? What do you enjoy doing? And so I was like, honestly, I don't know, man. Like I enjoy doing this. Like I cut hair. I enjoy doing that. And he was like, why don't you do barbering? I was like, what if I don't like it? He was like, you'll never know. Um, and I just remember when I first moved up here, I struggled a lot. So, um, I was always kind of down being away from family and stuff like that. And I always remember after I got my haircut, the way that I felt after my haircut, mm-hmm. 
I always felt fresh. I always felt like I could like pick up any girl, you know? And so, um, and I like that. And I've always been a people person. I enjoy talking to people. So I knew that I had that aspect. And so Troy and I literally talked for, I think a year, um, of him saying, dude, just go to barber school, go out to Boise. Cause there's no school here yet. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden Paul Mitchell got a barber school. So I was like, Troy, they got a barber school. I'm going to do it. He's like, if you go to barber school, you graduate, I'm going to watch you the whole time. You got a job here. I kind of struggled at the end uh, with my testing and stuff like that. And I was cutting. And uh, so I didn't actually come on right after I graduated. Honestly, for a split second, I thought he was one of those stories that I had just said. Just another one of those persons that was, you know, Troy, you know, I got this. Like, let me do this. Take me under your wing, blah, blah, Mm. blah. A lot of talk and none of the walk. Yeah. I thought it was... At one point, I thought it was getting to that point. Mm-hmm. You just felt like, oh, he's, he's another, be, yeah, another, yeah. another one. Yeah, so I I struggled with <laughs> <laughs> so I struggled with my my written test. I I think it took me four four tries to pass the written. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I knew that I wasn't doing well with it. I kind of got down about that, and I just kind of took my space from everybody. I didn't come to the shop. I I didn't do nothing mm-hmm. um, until I passed the test. So during that time while I was trying to pass the test, I was just doing haircuts on the side for free, keep up, things like that. And uh, I was posting them and Troy saw them. And Troy and I kind of talked at the gym. And I'm like, dude, just so you know, I'm still interested in coming and working at your shop. I'm Mm -hmm. just not there yet. And so I was super nervous to come here. And I didn't want to come here not ready. Yeah. Um, So I was doing things on the side. He's like, well, I'm looking at your work. It's looking pretty good. So I wanted to... uh, I wanted to work on my speed, things like that. So I actually went over to Supercuts for two months. Um, and then I was like, I didn't like how it was there. And I was like, hey, Troy, I'm ready. Mm-hmm. Um, I want to come work for you. I want you guys to interview me. And so Troy actually interviewed me um, right after that, Troy and Brandy. Um, Troy was like, I don't need to see your work. I know how it is. Um, but he was like, I want to know are you going to be passionate about this? Is this something that you're going to do long-term? Why mm-hmm. are you doing this? Um, are you going to be one of those guys that just come in real quick and then die out? And he was like, I want to know that that's not going to happen. I want the guys that come in here last. Um, and so honestly, who has an answer for that? Right. So I was like, I can't answer that. I can't tell you that I can just show it to you. Mm-hmm. Um, I was like, give me a chance and let me just show you um, that I'm not going to be one of those guys. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah. So, were you nervous? Like, I mean, same same question that I asked Omar. Were you nervous actually cutting? Because uh, by this time, we we just doing really well. He cuts amazing. Like, yeah. I've never, you know, um, were you kind of nervous, like coming in to to cut with him? You know what I mean? Like, oh yeah. Th- did you feel kind of intimidated? Oh yeah, I was super nervous. I remember. So I'm two chairs away from uh, Troy. And so my back's to him, and I'm I, I'm not going to lie. When I was first coming in, I did everything I could to keep my back directly in front of him and the client's head. <laughs> so, he <could laughs> so, you see, so you wouldn't see it. <laughs> yeah, because I didn't want him to see it. And I remember um, this was actually – this has been a huge testament to me. Um, I remember Troy would come over and help me when we first started. And he was like, hey, do you mind if I come over and I show him a few things, like ask my client, which I thought was super nice the way that he did it. And said, so be like, all right, dude, you're messing up. Let mm. me fix this, right? So, I mean, it built trust 
with my clients still, and I still kept a lot of those clients, yeah. right? Um, and so, and I remember going home that week, and I'm like, babe, I'm not keeping this job. She was like, what do you mean? I'm like, Troy's not keeping me on. I was like, he's had to come over, and he's had to help me with countless haircuts. I'm struggling. I was like, there's no way he's going to keep on somebody that he has to constantly help. Mm-hmm. And I remember he would always give me calls, and he's like, hey, how you doing? I'm like, uh, I'm good. Thinking this is going to be the call where he's like, I'm sorry, bro, you got to yeah. go. And so he was just like, are you still passionate about it? I'm like, yeah, I am. And he was like, okay, because I saw that you were still struggling. And he was like, I just want to make sure that you're you're still in this for the long run. I'm like, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, and he still does that time to time. He'll check up on me, you know, and I, I'm sure he does it with other barbers, but he'll just check like, hey, how you doing? And that was like the huge testament to me because I remember talking to Kosha, his sister, um, Luis's mom. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was like, man, I thought for sure Troy was going to rip into me. And she's like, that's not how Troy is. No. Troy's not that kind of person. And I was like, he actually just came and showed that care, like to make sure that I was grasping the concepts he was teaching. Mm-hmm. So no, that, that that's really cool that he, that he does that. And it says a lot about Troy because you could have easily went over there and be like, no, nah, no, nah, this is how you do it. But instead of going over there and you're like, Hey, like, you know, uh, can I show him a few things, you know, ask, you know, asking the client, you, you know what I mean? Like, cause if he would have came at you the other way, they would have been like, does this guy not know what he's doing? You know, like, is he mm-hmm. messing up my hair and like things like I should just book with Troy. But it, it's cool that you would go over, you know, and just like help. I mean, you do it to everybody. Yeah. Whether it, it doesn't even have to be with barbering. Like he helps with everything. You well, know? he's pretty good at, like he was saying earlier, like I think he does feel the vibe on a lot of things because when I'm with certain clients, he doesn't even say anything. Like the client's not even looking at me. He'll literally point at something. He'll literally, he'll just point at part of their head. Like something that I missed, you know, mm-hmm. and I'm like, okay, like, you know, nodding my head in silence, knowing I have this type of client, right? That's probably not going to respond mm-hmm. a certain way to it. You know what I mean? So he's pretty good at feeling the vibe of not just me, maybe in that day, but also feeling the vibe of like that type of client. Yeah. So were you going to fire him that day? <laughs> <laughs> So what what did you <laughs> what did you see? I mean, because just by the sound of that, it sounds like you've invested a lot of time into chat. You know what I mean? Like reaching out, helping them, shadowing. Like what what did you see in the beginning from chat? Shoot, I I can't even remember. I it honestly I didn't see a lot. <laughs> um, that's actually an easy, <laughs> it's an easy answer. It's an easy answer. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. For me, I've I like helping people. Mm-hmm. I don't know exactly what kind of help, what type of help he needed. I knew there was something that I could definitely do for him, though. I didn't know what it was, and like I said, is it, just with the barbering thing. I think barbering fixes a lot of stuff. Mm-hmm. You know, I just like. Maybe if we can get him in the shop, we can kind of figure him out a little bit. You know, if I, I didn't know a lot about his lifestyle, we're learning about Chad now. Mm-hmm. So I think we're starting to see like, all right, like, you know, Chad, you know, he comes from, he, like you, you've told us that you, you were adopted. Yeah. You know, those are little things that we're learning about him. Mm-hmm. And I don't know, as a result, like, it's just. Like I said in the beginning, I don't, I didn't know mm-hmm. what, why, but 
I think we're learning that yeah. why. And yeah. I really can't pinpoint that right now either. Yeah. So um, what are some, some of the big things that you've learned like working here? Uh, it doesn't necessarily have to be like barbering wise. I know uh, uh, in the beginning, you actually didn't talk a lot. Uh, I remember, did you feel like you got like a little bit more social, a little bit more outgoing, or were you just at that time just focusing on your, on the I've always, haircuts? Yeah. So I've always been social. I've mm-hmm. always been outgoing. Um, that's part of, that's like a huge part of me doing this is I love cutting hair, but more than anything, I love meeting new people. I love talking, um, getting to know people. I mean, you can ask any one of these guys. I probably talk the most in this barbershop. Um, (laughs) so going back to, um, nicknames, (laughs) what what does Chad have? Chime in Chad. (laughs) Cause he chimed into everybody's conversation. Didn't matter. Didn't matter what was going on. He would chime in. Uh (laughs) So Omar said he does chime in every conversation. (laughs) <laughs> imagine they're talking about like some random thing yeah those sandwiches are actually pretty good and then he, he just turns that. back no, no. <laughs> and he just turns back and starts cutting oh yeah I actually went to that place this weekend <laughs> no but that's cool that you have uh, you know because there's some people they they really struggle at talking you know what I mean they yeah. struggle at talking they struggle at socializing we just saw that with Omar man I, it, which is weird because he talks a lot his tongue gets tight. He, he's super like outgoing. <laughs> you put a headset on him with a microphone, locked up. <laughs> Look, now he's all talking. He doesn't have the headphones. On. I know. As soon as the headphones don't uh, are off, uh, you know he takes them off. So, wh- why the mullet? That, that's one one question I had in the beginning because you had a crazy crazy little mullet. Little mullet? That was a big. That, mullet, that was bro. a massive mullet. Why not? because <laughs> I mean, to me um the, the reason i say why the mullet is because you come in here you have like everyone has like a not so crazy i mean troy sometimes puts in uh what are they the, the dreads yeah mm, dreads. yeah he puts in dreads and things like that were you trying to go over like hey i gotta go in there some crazy because if not i'm not gonna fit in or you just no. love mullets because mullets are they're, they're not never, for everybody i never did a mullet um i mean so I grew up, like I said, I grew up with my mom as a cosmetologist. So while she was in school, uh, us as kids were practice dummies, right? So we did different hair colors. I did red. I've done green. Like I've done all this stuff. And so I was like, you know what? I've never tried a mullet. Why not? Mm-hmm. And then I started doing it. And then next thing I know, I got, you know, kids coming in, getting mullets and stuff like that. And so, I mean, I got kids coming in and they they literally came to me just because I had the mullet <laughs> to get the mullet. And I'm like... In my head, I'm like, you know, I'm not the one that cut this, right? Yeah. Like, but I mean, it was cool. Um, I did it for I think about a year. Um, Troy was the one that did it. I think we did it for about a year or so. Um, but then I just kind of was done with it. I like change. Yeah. I just did a comb over, you know, with a hard part um, for years, and I just wanted I something did different. That forever. Yeah. I think I did that since Weech first cut my hair when yeah. I moved up here. So. And then why'd you cut it off? Something different again. His wife Change told it up. Him, couldn't. <laughs> you could tell right away. His wife is like, the mullet's got to go. No, it's she's it's like, me or the mullet? No, she loved the mullet. Um, 
the the big beard that I had, she actually didn't like. Oh yeah, that that thing was massive. Didn't yeah. You know? oh, so she she wanted me to cut that. Once I cut that, I was kind of like, ah, I'm not really feeling the mullet with no beard. It was just too much going on in the back and not enough in the front. You know what I mean? <laughs> oh, you're so, talking about the hair. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. No, so, uh, so I, I know I, I forgot to ask Omar, but what, what are your long-term goals like cutting hair? So I get I get I get asked stuff like that a lot in here, and because uh, you actually got to think about it. If you don't have those really goals, do. like I know what my goals are. You know, like um, I mean. For me, as of right now, my goal is I love like people ask me all the time, do you plan on um opening up your own barbershop? Do you plan on doing this? Do you plan on staying here? Um and, and I tell them all the same. I'm like, you know what? Before I started here, I did. I planned on opening up my own shop um here in East Idaho. I think I think it's a, a good place. Um, but then my thing goes back, uh as of right now, no. I uh my goal is to stay here. I like it here, and I'm like, if I went somewhere else, I'd be off on my own, right, having to build this up, which is fine. That's not the scary part. That's not an issue, but I wouldn't be like, honestly, I love who I work with, Mm -hmm. and I tell them all the time, I love coming to work. I love being around each and every one of them. Yeah, Um, I've learned stuff from each one of them. I've learned how to call things dumb names by Omar. (laughs) (laughs) I believe that. You know, um, Weech has taught me a lot. Uh, he taught me, you know, I, I remember I would, every time I've asked him anything, he's given me an answer, mm-hmm. right? That's helped me. Not just what I wanted to hear, um, but what I needed to hear, right? So, like, I was struggling with a type of haircut, like the the Euro, and he's like, you need to take it up higher, Right. He was like, you need to get out of your comfort zone. Same thing that he was saying that he struggled with. He was like, you just need to get out of your comfort zone. That was the honestly the hardest part just to take that hair up just another inch Mm -hmm. was the hardest thing. And one day I was like, I was like, all right, I'm just going to trust it. Took it up. Right. Something small Mm -hmm. completely changed the haircut. You know what I mean? From where clients are like, yeah, it's pretty good. Two clients are like, dang, dude, I'm getting a girl this weekend. You know what I mean? Like just something super small. And so, I mean, I've learned from every one of these guys. And that's that's what I love about being here. I'm like, if I were to go off on my own, I wouldn't have this. Yeah. I love you, having you this. You feel like you're still learning. You know what I mean? Um, yeah. I mean, but Troy's had, Troy's had barbers that were still learning that went off on their own, you know? Um, but for me, I feel, I feel like wanted here yeah. as a barber, right? Like we like – we joke, we yeah, clown, his right? His face said different, but yeah, keep going. <laughs> I'm just joking. It's funny because he says, we joke, we clown. No, he gets clowned on. Well, I was, I was <laughs> getting there. <laughs> no, you know what you should have done, Weech, when you, when you told him about the, the Europhane? Like, as soon as he done it and the, his client was like, dang, told you. Uh. <laughs> and then they go back to cut, cutting your your hair. So, no, th- th- that's cool. Uh, but now I, I want to put these two guys on the spot. So, Weicho, what are what, what's your long term goal? Because you've been doing this for quite some time now, mm-hmm. and some people, uh, as soon as they get to like a position that where you're at, you know, mm-hmm. you, you've been doing well for yourself, you know, you mm-hmm. cut amazing, then their goals stop. Mm-hmm. You know, what are your future goals? It could be five years, ten years. What do you see? Uh, where do you see gr- yourself? Uh, I'd really like to make some sort of brand, whether it's either with hair or even clothes, because I like clothes or anything with art. Mm-hmm. 
just anything that keeps me creative inside or outside of the shop. Because even when I do something creative outside of the shop, it always seems to kind of affect me in here. And now I want to like do a design that day. Mm -hmm. So just staying creative, like, yeah, just staying creative. Yeah. And either building some type of brand. Yeah, you should. Even if it's like a hair, I mean, because you guys are the best sellers for any type of hair product, you know, because you know what works, you know what's going to work on people's hair. You know what I mean? Like you're not selling this person, hey, buy this one just because I have it. You're going to be yeah. like, no, I'll get this one because mm-hmm. this is what it does to your hair. Mm-hmm. I know like when, every time I was like trying to switch up my hair, you would always be like, mm-hmm. put some of this on and then put some of this on mm-hmm. and then you'll get what you're looking for. Yeah. But that's, that's dope. You, sh- you should definitely, Yeah. You know. Well, even if, when like with Lando, this is already the second time we've designed a shoe where mm-hmm. I've come up with a concept and we've done a giveaway or when I've done custom clothing for you, yeah. you're just like, just do whatever. And then, I don't know. You feel it's like you fun. can, I love it when people tell me like, uh, especially like with video and photo, just do whatever you want. Mm-hmm. Cause I feel like I, c- I can be more creative instead. Like when they're like, do this and I'm like, yeah. uh, okay, I can do that. But mm-hmm. you know, so Troy, what about you? What are your goals? Cause I know you're, you got this shop, it's doing well. Uh, and like the same thing goes for, for Wicho. Like some people would, would get into your position and just be, yeah, the so, goals just stop. So for me, you know, I'm a goal setter. Mm-hmm. I've always, well, not always. Um, I would say um, for at least a good 15 years, I've been like a, a goal setter and setting goals has always been important to me. I think I've told these guys a lot, like, as like, I always have stuff broken down. Mm-hmm. When I started doing hair, I'd break things down like, all right, this week, I'm going to try to do three this week when I first started. And then I'd, I'd hit that and I'd be like, all right, one a day for the whole week. I don't care what, you know, what I got to do to make that happen. I'd hit that. I remember when I, when I was, my goal was to have 10 haircuts a day. That was huge for me. Mm-hmm. So I've always loved setting goals. For me, um, I don't know. One thing that is always on my mind right now as far as a goal is to uh, to prepare for like my, my future as like possibly a retirement mm-hmm. kind of thing. And I don't know when that's going to be, but it's always been uh, something that's been constantly on my mind. Um, so... I, some of my goals are to put a couple more real estate investments under my belt, Mm -hmm. um, to prepare for that. Yeah. And what a better time to do that than right now. You know, I'm still young. We, we've got a barbershop that's doing well for itself and, and really plan for, for my future that way. Yeah. And some people would wait until it's like further yeah. down the line you know and, I mean, and start. We've, we've been really blessed and lucky here we have a lot of business minded people that come through here and teach us mm-hmm. you know what to do and how to do it and i mean my financial advisor um i cut his hair and he's the one that got me started on a roth ira mm-hmm. so i mean that wouldn't have happened hadn't it been me doing what i do yeah no, yeah, and for me, like the biggest thing that I've gotten from almost everybody, like I don't know if you guys caught on, it's like you're always like constantly learning. You know what I mean? Like it's always learning something new, whether it be it doesn't necessarily have to be with your trade, but 
you know, you're always learning new things. And, and it's funny because uh, I don't know if I heard it somewhere. Or if I, I'm pretty sure somebody said it. But the more I learn, the more I learn what I don't know. You know what I mean? Because you'll learn something new and you'll be like, it just opened up this door to a whole different area. And you're like, holy crap. Like, I don't know none of this stuff, you know, yeah. same like when I got into the whole, uh, like working for tops, like meeting different people, like different things. And I'm like, holy crap. Like, I don't know none of this stuff, but you, you start to learn like one area and I'm like, oh, like I know how to start a fire now. Like, before I didn't know how to start a fire, but then you learn like different techniques, like different things you can eat, like things in the wildlife. And, and then like people I meet, like teach me about stocks, teach me about investments, you know, and like. It just always constantly learning. And I, I think that's a big thing for anyone listening is uh, it's just always learn no matter what it is. Like, cause for example, we talked about how you guys were always constantly traveling, traveling to learn different, different techniques from different areas, not necessarily just somewhere close by. I know, I know we're going to go to the, the Barber Expo down in Salt Lake, but uh, you, you guys traveled across country, like to New York, Miami to, to keep learning and, you know, I don't know if you guys caught on to that, but I think that's the biggest thing is always learning and even here or outside the shop. And uh, that's another big thing, like why um, you guys all know him, Carmelo. Mm-hmm. He's going to be on the podcast whenever he comes uh, and visits. We already talked about it, but he, he does the same thing. It's always learning. Like anytime I talk with somebody that who has a successful business, uh, whatever it may be, one big thing is that they're always learning, always learning like new things. Um, and so I think that's a big things, but yeah, I'm excited for graffiti day. It's going to be dope. I want to thank you guys for sitting down and talking with us and motivating people, uh, get, getting to know a little bit of you guys, not so much Omar cause he didn't really say anything, but uh, <laughs> a quick shout out to Austin that wasn't here. Yeah. Austin. Uh, <laughs> so Austin was, so he's a, a silent killer. Yeah. He was, he's a silent killer. Even, even right now, he, it, does he get more talkative when like he's kind of quiet? Yeah, he's like I said, he's a silent killer. <laughs> he's a silent killer. Uh but yeah, he he's also he how long has Austin been with you guys? Mm. Austin is the newest member of the December. Graffiti Probably like eight yeah. months. Yeah. Yeah, he's he's been for a little little while and um he's, <laughs> I, Yeah, I've been seeing his work on his Instagram and stuff, so he's been doing he's been yeah. doing really well. So matter of fact he cut my hair last week. And oh, did he really? Yeah. Who did you cheat on? Who do you usually go to? Um, <laughs> I normally, yeah, I normally cut myself. Yo, you don't trust uh, these guys. I get it. I get it. You don't trust everybody. Like, it just our schedules never match. Yeah, and and it's funny because people will be like, "Well, why don't you just have?" And I'm one of those. There cut it. I'm one of those that's like, "Oh, you got five minutes? Yeah, I cut my hair." <laughs> <laughs> no, but you know what I mean. Like people are like, and uh, I remember Weech told me too uh, a few times that you cut your own hair, yeah. and and you start thinking about it, dude. You work at barbershop. Why but, don't you just have? The best thing you can ever do is just sit down in a chair, yeah. like hands down. I I feel like I cut my hair pretty well, but when you sit down in a chair, it's it's completely different. Mm-hmm. I I get it now. Like yeah. I've I've been sitting in the chair more often than I I had been. Um, so these last couple haircuts is just it's so nice just to sit down and let somebody handle that for you. Yeah, instead of doing it yourself. Yeah, but anyways, uh. Look out for Graffiti Day. It's September 11th. September 11th. Not 25th. I swear you told me the 25th. See the posts. 
see the post. Uh, a lot of giveaways are going to happen. Come meet everybody and actually talk to Omar. We're giving away it. a bump box. I don't know if you've seen the bump box. That, yeah. Like, I, I, yeah. Uh, you told me it's some bump box. You guys are giving away shoes. Some of the McDonald's uh, Travis Scott Travis gear. Scott stuff. Uh, I'm throwing in some backpacks with custom made. Knives. Uh, Leo is throwing in some knives uh, from Tops. Tops knives. If you guys haven't, I mean, you guys probably heard of them if you listen to the podcast. But talk about them too. He's throwing in some knives, some custom ones too. So those are gonna. It's nothing. It's a, an event you don't want to miss because yeah. he's, he's going to have food, music, graffiti. Depending how I'm feeling, you know, if there's a couple of free haircuts, I'm probably going to hand out a couple of free haircuts that day yeah, see, to it, display my work. So It's just going to be a good time. If you have shaggy hair, come with that shaggy hair. I might choose I might choose to cut your hair that day for free. So. The shaggiest one. You're going to see any, some people. Any of my barbers here are welcome to do the same thing too. To yeah. show your, <laughs> oh, my. <laughs> Omar's over here. He should I repeat what he said? He's gonna be sick that day. He's gonna be sick that day. No, but I I think it's cool that you do this graffiti day because, like I said, you don't have to do this. You know, it's something that you want to do because you're investing your time, your money into an event like this, and it's not something cheap. You know, it's not something that oh, it's only gonna be a few bucks. No, it it gets expensive, but that's because you guys want to give back to the to the community who supports you guys. You know, uh, and especially you know. Your regulars, you know, they come all the time, get to know you. I feel like... Our family, man. Yeah. I feel like it's one big family here. You know, I get to know new people. Like, I probably would have never met Chad, Austin, you know, all the cool employees that you guys have here. So, again, thank you guys for jumping on. I'm excited for Graffiti Day. Thanks for coming, man. September 11th, at what time does it start? Uh, which um, we're we're we're, <laughs> nailing, we're nailing down the the details, so I could just tell you to make just keep your eyes out, oh, or your guys. <laughs> <laughs> your eyes. Oh my You're sitting too to close to me, Omar. <laughs> um, just keep your eyes out on social media. Yeah, I mean, you guys um, are going to be pushing gonna it be, like crazy. Yeah, so. we'll be pushing it here in the next a week, week and a half. Yeah. You'll see more more details, details and stuff like that so uh, I'm excited for it uh, again I'll, I'll put the link uh, to their Instagram down below that way you guys can give them a follow check them out uh, thank you guys for listening thank you guys for being on the podcast this is a dope experience to so do it at a barbershop and yeah we'll catch you guys on the next one you guys peace Saliendo el sol, ven y préndete. Esto es fácil, no me llames.